OmniTalk's Retail Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Cecil. All right, headline number four. This one's fun too. JCPenney's has announced a $1 billion turnaround plan. According to Retail Dive, the department store will invest in digital capabilities, in-store upgrades, including tech and merchandising and supply chain improvements. And its plans also entail boosting the retailer's appeal through inclusive and affordable merchandising, customer service, and local community engagement. All the things you would expect to see in a $1 billion improvement plan. Well, mostly expect to see, I should say. And yeah, this is a fun question. I actually like this question I came up with you for this. So I came up with for you for this. Um, if you had a billion dollars, would you yes. invest it in JCPenney's? Uh, that would not be my first personal <laughs> investment. No. Um, Let's say you had a billion dollars to throw around at many speculative investments. Would you, no, would you invest? No, I still you, would not do it. it. You don't um, think this is a good investment then? No, but JCPenney's- For the shareholders of JCPenney's. JCPenney's putting up this money themselves. And I think it's a great idea. I mean, if you're going to invest oh. in a turnaround, this is how you should do it. Macy's, listen up, pay attention. I'm still not sure that JCPenney's can make a comeback. I will caveat that. I agree with one of the commenters in the article who's like, there's still a relevancy problem for JCPenney. I, I agree with the next generation. Like, I think there's still more you have to do. But I think they are making the right investments in inventory accuracy, enhancing point of sale, associate tools, like improved mobile app experiences for your guests. Like all of that are crucial pieces to a turnaround developing the foundation so that when you do start to bring in relevant brands, you do start pushing new customers to your store, you are going to give them an experience at JCPenney that they have never had before. So I think that is really, really important. The second thing that I love about this, especially again, if you contrast this with what we're seeing Macy's do, I mean, Neil Saunders just put out some amazing yeah. photos of some tours to Macy's. And, you know, Macy's is going there. They just are dropping the market at Macy's to just call it, you know, the market like, yeah. or on 34th, these brands, like yeah. a turnaround is not dependent on branding. It should not be a branding exercise. It has to be what JCPenney is doing here. And that's investing in the, the technology, the, the infrastructure that's really going to make your brand function from, you know, supply chain all the way down to, you know, the interactions with your customers. So I, I would not invest in them, Chris, that wouldn't, I would not put up my own money, but I do think that this is really smart, but would you? So, so let me ask you, so do you think the share, let me ask you point blank. Do you think the shareholders are right to approve this plan then or no? Would you not? Have yeah. Approved this plan? Yes. You do. Okay. Yeah. All right. yep, that was what sure. I was trying to get at. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I think you, you can turn around a brand through creative advertising, you know, DeWalt's the perfect case study for that. But, uh, but I think the point that you're making is smart because like the, what you don't see in this announcement is all the whiz bang stuff, you know, mm -hmm. which, which you called out Macy's, which Macy's is famous for that. Right. Yeah. And so I actually think from a shareholder perspective, this could have good returns. And I say that for two reasons. One, this company, believe it or not, still does seven and a, over seven and a half billion dollars a year. Mm. How many brands would like to have a relevancy problem with that type of volume? Yeah, That's right. kind of That's insane true. when you think about it. And they still are profitable. They had net income of $220 million last year. So regardless of what we say, I still think it's a dying business but there's still an audience for department stores. Like people are still shopping at them, which brings me to my second point. And it goes along with what you're saying too. I said on this podcast when he was hired that I love the hire of Mark Rosen. I love okay. that they made that hire because 
He's a longtime head of e-commerce at Levi's. He's a longtime retail guy. I co-presented with him at a w, uh, Women's Wear Daily Conference in New York. I think it was back in 2015. And the guy gets it. He gets mm -hmm. omni-channel retailing, what it's about at his core. So if I'm going to bet on who's going to steal share in the department store space, mm -hmm. Macy's, which is going off mall for some God-unknown reason under Jeff Gannett and his whoever's successor is going to be, which they've named, which I can't remember his name, or a refurbished JCP under Rosen, mm -hmm. I'm going with the latter. A hundred percent, I'm going with the latter. I wouldn't even give a second. I wouldn't even give it a second thought because the guy gets omni-channel retailing to a degree. We've seen Jeff Gannett talk on stage. The guy doesn't get it. So yeah. there's share to be had across yeah. what it is essentially. I mean, who else is out there? Macy's and um, and uh, JC Penney's now at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but in, mo in most malls for sure. I mean, you have Nordstrom, yeah. Bloomingdale's, and some. We of the got Yonkers malls, hanging but... out there, some mm -hmm. regional, you know, department stores. But like, yeah, yeah, and there's he's going to do smart upgrades too because he understands what's required to succeed in the omnichannel environment. At least that's my opinion.